0: This production of Debenham and the Case of the Butchumagic is brought to you by Butchumagic Tea, available from the Hebridean Tea Store. The Hebridean Tea Store did not sponsor this podcast, nor is it affiliated with this podcast. Any views and opinions expressed in this podcast may not represent the views and opinions of the Hebridean Tea Store.
1: These characters are purely fictional. Any resemblance to other people, other brand names, real or fictional, is completely coincidental, doesn't mean anything, we're not making any money off of this. Just enjoy it.
0: Debenham and the Case of the Buchu Magic. Narrated by Margaret Ford. Starring Callum Blaine as Mark Spencer, Moira McMeridan, and Ravenous Bitters. Alongside Claire Ford as Detective Debenham, William Hill Smith, and Lord Contently Fool.
2: Our story takes place in a beautiful stately home in the south of England at a small but opulent gathering, hosted by the jovial Lord Contentlyful and attended by a small group of his friends and acquaintances. Among them, Detective Debenham, lean with greying hair and glasses, and his faithful friend, the dark and handsome Mr Mark Spencer. They are hoping for a a relaxing evening of conversation after solving a most taxing murder case not even a week before.
0: Dreadful business, Detective. I think that may have been the toughest case we've ever cracked.
1: Yes, yes, I quite agree, Mr Spencer. Dreadful business. Might I ask, how did you come to be at this party? I had assumed you'd have come along with me. However, when you didn't meet me at our usual spot, well, suffice it to say, I hadn't expected to see you here already.
2: Well, I... Just then, a commotion breaks out in another room. It appears to be coming from Lord Contentlyful's study, where almost an hour prior, he and a few of his guests had gathered to taste some new Buku magic tea Contentlyful had procured from across the sea. Everyone who had been outside of the room, including Debenham and Mr Spencer, rushed through to see what is going on. My God, Deben! He's... he's dead! Sure enough, on the floor of the study, mouth slightly agape, teacup rolling on the floor next to him, Lord Contentlyful lies lifeless. The guests, who had been enjoying tea with him moments ago, all on their feet in a state of distress and disarray. Detective Debenham, in the commotion, kneels down, feels for pulse, then picks up the teacup and smells it. Mmm, your magic tea. Hmm, but something isn't right. I can feel it
1: in my toenail.
0: Your toenails are always right, sir.
1: Indeed. Everyone, Lord Contentlyful has almost certainly met his demise by a most cowardly method—a scentless, almost entirely undetectable poison, delivered to him by way of his favorite beverage, tea. Mr. Spencer, here and I, we are going to find the murderer tonight. Mr. Spencer, gather all of the guests in the great hall. The enigma. Is underway.
2: Mr. Spencer dutifully gathers all of the people present at the party in the Great Hall, seven in total, other than himself and the detective. And through a process of elimination, Detective Debenham rules out four of the suspects. The remaining three a maid in the employ of Lord Contentful named Moira McMeridan, Ravenous Bitters, a close and personal friend of his lordship. And finally, Mr. William Hill Smith, a snooty son of a baron and distant cousin of Contentlyful.
1: You all know why I've gathered you here. Out of everyone here, you three are the prime suspects in the murder of our dear friend, Lord Contentlyful. Now, without any further ado, Miss Moira McMeriden, you serve his lordship every day,
2: yes? Moira is a slight middle aged woman with a kindly face. She bows her head slightly and seems to be holding back tears. Yes, sir. Every day, sir.
1: And you serve his meals, his drinks, his tea? Yes, sir. But I'd never hurt him, sir.
2: He's been so good to me over the years.
0: I'm terribly sorry for your loss, my dear.
2: Devin narrows his eyes slightly, then his expression softens briefly, before he moves his attention on to the next suspect.
1: Mr Ravenous Bitters, you're a close friend of his lordship, aren't you? Close enough to have access to his house and its contents, including his lordship's tea.
2: Mr Bitters, a somewhat rotund and jolly-looking fellow, Rolls his eyes.
0: Well, yes,
2: of course.
0: But why on earth would I kill the poor chap? Who else could put up with my terrible banter on hunting trips? Why, no one, of course, you buffoon! Mind your language, Mr. Bitters. You're speaking to the nation's finest detective.
1: Now, now, Mr. Spencer. Quite all right.
2: The detective brings a finger to his temple, as if in deep thought, before shaking his head slightly and focusing his attention on the final suspect, Mr. William H. Smith, a slender man with a large pointed nose.
1: Mr. W. H. Smith, I have heard much about you and your gambling debts from his lordship. In fact, Your bad gambling habits are almost as famous as your love of stationery. From what I've been led to understand, you, O Lord Contentlyful, quite the sum.
2: Outrageous!
1: Let us examine the facts, my good man. You are the only man here with a clear
2: motive. With that, the detective and Mr Spencer take their leave. Back to the study to review the evidence and testimony they have gathered.
1: Hmm. I am at a loss here, Mr Spencer. I am unconvinced that any of these guests did the dastardly deed. Yes, we have opportunity and motive amongst them, but no clear evidence thus far.
0: Perhaps we've missed something. When I arrived here earlier, it was quiet. I did notice the study door was left open with the light on, despite no one being in the room at the time.
1: Did you arrive, Mr. Spencer? I was precisely twenty minutes early, and all other guests had already arrived at that time.
0: Oh, well... Only shortly before Mr. Bitter's, detective.
2: Deben narrows his eyes slightly, taking a long look into his good friend's eyes. Detective, I... His sentence is interrupted by the sounds of shouting and clattering. The two men look towards the door and run as quickly as they can back to the great hall. On arrival, they find a fight in progress Mr. Smith appears to have procured an ornamental sword from the wall above the mantel. He stops brandishing it around at the others in the room as the detective and Mr. Spencer come crashing through the door.
1: You! Oh, how dare you accuse me! Yes, I may owe some people money, but I would never... Never besmirch the good Smith name by leaving those debts unpaid. Contently full was my friend.
2: Mr. Smith raises the sword and red in the face with a wild look in his eye, he runs towards Mark Spencer and Debenham. He swings the blade wildly and it looks as though Mr. Spencer will be hit when a swirl of trench coat and a cry of desperation Detective Debenham throws himself in the way, receiving the full force of the blow. The room falls suddenly silent as Mark Spencer cradles the detective in his arms. Deben! Deben, no! It is merely a flesh wound. I will live.
1: Now, tell me the honest truth, Mark. It was you wasn't it? You poisoned the butchu magic tea.
0: I... I had no choice, Deben. They have rose weights.
2: They told me if I... If I didn't, they'd... They'd... The end of Mark Spencer's sentence goes unheard, however, as the large oaken doors of the Great Hall burst open loudly, and Lord, contently full himself, seemingly risen from the dead, strides in authoritatively. What the hell is going on? To be continued. <laughs>
1: hello everyone hello um apologies for that absolute madness that you just had to listen to uh but this is the season 2 finale of the enruus podcast ooh ooh um so yeah we we thought we'd do something a bit strange this week we are joined by my mother margaret ford uh, and obviously the the other voice that you hear every week callum <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> um that is me and this week we are drinking Butchu magic tea from the Hebridean tea store which you may have figured out if you listened to that entire radio play is that what we're yeah, calling it well we're calling it yeah. that <laughs>
0: uh i really enjoyed it um it was really fun
1: they're really yeah. stupid it was
0: so dumb <laughs> uh and yeah apologies for it not being super duper duper on time but it's here now, and it's that's all now, that matters.
1: And it will be here forever until the internet explodes.
2: That's Indeed.
1: it. <laughs> Indeed. distant future. So, yeah, Mum, how has your week been?
2: My week has been busy. Uh, I got my flu, jag, and COVID booster on Thursday mm. and didn't feel too well after it, but I'm just about back to normal now. Awesome. Uh, Glad it's done. Good.
1: You know, hopefully that keeps you protected over the winter.
2: Here's hoping.
0: Here's That's hoping. It. I think Dad got his done today. So he has all the horribleness to look forward to over the next few days.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anything else interesting happened, or just?
2: Yeah, just. I would say a normal week, but I don't really have normal weeks at all. No, work. you don't. But um, no, it's been good. Um, Just working away and.
1: For anyone interested, my mum works in the NHS. Yeah. Yes. So I've
2: been
0: super busy. As does Callum's
1: dad. Yes. (laughs) They
0: work together, funnily enough, which is. uh,
1: In the same department.
2: Crazy. Which is very interesting at times.
0: (laughs) I can imagine. Uh,
2: It's actually really good working. um, with your dad working with a sibling, you would expect that it would be really difficult, or there'd be fights or arguments. But um actually, we got on really well at work. We probably got on better at work with me too. The that. thing is,
1: I think our family is really quite close. Yeah. Most of us. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's not like I imagine. There's some people. Because there's people I know who aren't very close to their siblings at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, they moved out and I only see them when they come to my parents' house at the same time as me, you know? Yeah. Um, so it, it is kind of nice, I think, that we all know each other really well and obviously sometimes that leads to worse fights. <laughs> 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 but that's um,
0: okay. Yeah, The we good all outweighs the bad, fun. for sure.
1: Oh yeah, 100 yeah. percent Like I love all my uncles. I think all my uncles are great. And I love all my brothers too, so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't love my cousins though. I'm just Oh trying. no. <laughs> oh, that hurts. I have a lot of cousins.
2: I we we just to we have a lot of cousins. I have a lot of cousins too. R- that means clan. I have a lot
1: of second cousins. We are, we're huge. It's ridiculous.
2: We're massive.
0: <laughs> my
1: But it's about you? Callum, mm. how has your week been?
0: Uh, my week, or I guess two weeks, um, has been good. Oh, yeah, yeah, because it, uh, it has been a couple weeks, weeks uh, or three weeks, however long it's been. Oh, it's been a while actually, because I went on holiday too.
1: <laughs> it's been an amount of time, it's <laughs> been an amount of
0: time. Uh, but this week, um, and I guess the end of last week, I went back to the farm, so I'm back on farmer Callum duty. Uh, See
1: I'm really really sorry for interrupting you Callum But I have been watching Riverdale lately
0: Oh okay Uh,
1: And in season 3 Season 2 I think starting in season 2 But in season Maybe even longer than that I don't know But anyway in Riverdale the farm is a cult (laughs) Um... (laughs) Okay So whenever you're like Callum's back at the farm I'm like oh no
0: Oh no (laughs) (laughs)
1: He's been brainwashed, not only are they a cult, but uh, spoilers, guys, if you don't want to hear this, if you're starting to watch Riverdale, uh, you two don't get a choice. Um, (laughs) They're an organ harvesting cult. Okay. That sounds interesting. They hypnotize people into thinking that they're uh, speaking to their dead relatives when they're just being hypnotized. Um, And then they tell them that they're going to do surgery to remove their pain. Okay. Don't explain it, but instead of, you know... Removing their pain they take their kidneys. (laughs) It's great. I love Riverdale, it's madness.
0: (laughs) They said they um... would remove our pain, but instead they removed our kidneys.
1: (laughs) That's the way we would write it. But that's not the way it is in
0: Riverdale. (laughs) Oh man. Oh Anyway, Callum. Yeah, so uh I'm back at the farm. Uh, not the organ harvesting farm, my farmy farm. That's a farm.
2: Ah, uh, see that links in with the whole shepherd thing.
0: Ah, yes. Um, for for anyone who doesn't know, which is probably everyone, there is a nativity <laughs> set with a shepherd looks
1: that exactly looks exactly like Callum. Just me. Exactly. <laughs> it is me. It's really weird. Carrying a sheep.
0: <laughs> as myself. It's. It's. You're it's, making
1: such a disgusted face I as know. well. I love that I'm referring to a statue as you—it's <laughs> me—as <laughs> if you chose the expression on your face.
2: I, I definitely yes. did. Oh, yeah. it's
1: amazing! It's an amazing picture. I'm going to actually have to put that on Twitter. Yeah,
0: stick that, stick that on the Twitter. <laughs> um, because yeah, it's brilliant. But yeah, so I, I learned something really sad on Friday there. Oh. Um, at the farm, and do you remember? Do you remember the turkey, the one that I had lovely conversations yeah. with. When I and went sh- and it would go. It was brilliant. It was brilliant, brilliant. Well, she's disappeared. No. But like not in the way that you'd normally be like, oh, something got in and killed the turkey. No, no, she's just vanished. Like not even a feather left behind. So I'm I'm really sad. <laughs>
1: What on the island could have taken her? Because I don't think cats would go for something as big as a turkey. And also, she's like,
0: I mean, if she's in a bad mood, she was terrifying. She'd be like, and, like, try and kill you. Um so
2: scarier than a goose
0: yeah she was i think she was part of someone
2: hasn't pinched her for christmas have well you? that's what
0: i was thinking because there's this big talk about oh there's going to be a shortage of turkeys and stuff over christmas christmas is going to be cancelled i reckon someone's been eyeing up the turkey going oh well here i'm gonna have me i'm gonna have me some turkey on christmas day there's no way there's no way i'm that's not
1: that's depressing um so
0: <laughs> there's yeah Make
1: yourself a nut roast. I always think nut roast sounds like something rude, though. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm in a strange mood tonight. Oh,
1: can...
0: it's the. Do you no, know what? I just.
2: What What was the name of the turkey? cow?
0: Sinead O'Connor.
2: <laughs> That's
1: incredible. Yeah, so sinead has gone. Can just
2: imagine. I can just imagine her sitting at a table at Christmas Day with <laughs> ready-to-eat somebody who was going to eat her.
0: Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. I, I, I like that. I hope that's what happens. Somewhere. Yeah, I hope Sinead on the O'Connor island gets Lose, Christmas dinner. Sinead O'Connor is having person for Christmas dinner.
1: <laughs> you heard it here first! <laughs> um... Sinead O'Connor is eating people who tried to eat her! <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh eat or be eaten.
1: Um I'm really sorry to Sinead O'Connor if she somehow happens to listen to this podcast <laughs> ever.
0: It's fine. Um it's fine. Don't worry about it. She'll she'll um if she listens to it, she'll uh I don't know.
1: She's got a sense of humor. I'm
0: sure she we'll does. I hope so. Um but yeah, I mean other than that, uh I've, was dismantling the piano the other day. Um, that oh, I was, saw the pictures of uh, that it looked incredible. Awesome! It was so cool. Uh, first mm. of all, the amount of tools you need are basically none. You just everything's kind of just held together with friction, uh, or like little tabs, so you can dismantle most of it without unscrewing anything. And then there's a few screws to take, like the, them like the whole bit that the keys sit on out and stuff like that but other than that it's just really simple to take apart and it's so cool to see how like everything works it was awesome it was such a cool learning experience so hmm. if you uh want to learn something uh watch someone do it on youtube because i wouldn't recommend just tearing apart a piano just in case <laughs> <laughs> but well, i do you've already so, promised
1: to help me with mine
0: yes i will uh, i'm going to tune my it cuz mine needs cleaned it's really badly cleaned uh and then yeah, clean mine, tune it up, and then play it.
1: Yay! I also moved it Ooh. through
0: into Inverus HQ, so it's just over there. Oh. Um, so that's nice too. Hence that's I why the window PLs. bench had to go.
1: Oh, that's why Goodbye Window Bench was made.
0: Um yeah, you we can... listen
1: to Goodbye Window Bench on Spotify. Yes,
0: it's on Spotify. Yeah. It's on Google Play, it's on Apple Music, it's on wherever you get music. Honestly, it's probably most places.
2: Yes. I uh, I did see that your dad showed it to me and uh, I was very impressed.
0: I think
1: Callum does this impress.
0: Very emotional. Oh yeah. Um,
1: but yes. Yeah, very so- emotional. What about you? What have you what have you been up to, Claire? What have I been up to? Yeah. Well, you were here. <laughs>
0: I was. I was down. Uh,
1: and then the train was cancelled. The
0: train was cancelled. Oh, and then was... the
1: next train wasn't cancelled. And then <laughs>
0: oh, it was a nightmare. Yeah.
1: So Cal- Calum came to my house. It was good. I haven't seen him in like two years. Like we've been doing doing this podcast. I was like, yeah, we've done two seasons of this podcast in the time that I didn't see you.
0: Yeah, mm. um, Excluding this episode. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was bonkers.
1: And. Yeah, I'm trying to think, like not really very much. I went swimming. Um my eldest is going to get swimming lessons. Oh, nice. Um so before he goes, I was like I want to take him cuz he's very very nervous in the water. Oh, okay. I wanted to take him to kind of get used to the idea of being in the water. He's been swimming before? But it always it's always this thing of he's really tense and he doesn't want to get in and then he gets in and then he doesn't want to go any deeper than his knees. Um, and it takes him like a good 15 minutes to feel comfortable. But see, okay. once he's in mm-hmm. and he's happy, it's really hard to get him back out again. Um, so we went to the waterfront in Greenock. Which is actually, it's good for fun. It's not good for actual swimming, Uh especially on the weekends because they have the swimming lessons on. So you can't go into the normal pool area.
0: Right. So it's just
1: the fun bit. Uh, But the fun bit's great. You know, it's got like a wave machine and it's got a jacuzzi and it's got a lazy river. It's got two flumes. Uh, We didn't go in the flumes because my oldest is terrified of those things. He doesn't doesn't like roller coasters. He doesn't like slides. He doesn't like... He's just, he's very... um, yeah, he's just a nervous kid I can't believe these things. that
0: you didn't do what my mother did when I refused to go on a flume and dragged me up to the top of the flume and pushed me down.
1: <laughs> oh, that's the worst. That's the worst. That would have traumatized me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I sometimes enjoy it despite being afraid because I don't like them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know I've tried both of the ones in the waterfront because I think the waterfront opened in 2000, 2001, I think. Um, but we used to go
2: quite a lot. We did, we did. I uh, quite
1: um, the waterfront. Um, I I remember liking the they've got a flume with like rubber rings. And you sit on the rubber ring and you go down a flume and then you land in a pool, and you go around the pool and then you have to kind of pull yourself down the next. And I think there's like three pools and like four flume bits and it isn't very fast and it's just nice but I don't (laughs) like they've got another flume and the tunnel of the flume actually goes outside of the building
0: oh yeah that's right Yeah,
1: I hate that flume I've been on it once and it was the worst experience of my life it was too fast and I didn't like (laughs) (laughs) I don't really like things like that I'm not into roller coasters or flumes or I don't think I'd like to go to a water park Yeah, unless I could just sit in the wave machine but yeah, so I went swimming. That was good. Um, I don't really think anything else has happened, really. Um, I live a boring life. Oh, I went to Glasgow. There you go. That's Ooh. three things. Um, <laughs> yeah, I went to Glasgow to meet up with our cousin Elena, who was in the podcast before, uh, I think last season. This time last year, actually, she was in the podcast. Yeah, so it was a halloween our halloween special. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, um... We went for dinner and then my train got cancelled. It's a theme, apparently. That's what Mm -hmm. happens. You Um, can't come
0: to Orphron. I ended
1: up. You can't. It's cursed, and Vrikip is cursed. Witches (laughs) were burned here. That's the problem. Ah, yes. (laughs) (laughs) But um, no. So my train got cancelled, and the next one wasn't. Again, common theme. I don't know. Um. And I ended up in a pub. We went to um, Solid Rock, which is across from Central Station in Glasgow. But I hadn't been there in actual years. I haven't been there since I was 19, I think. Which is a very, very long time ago at this point, um, given that I'm 32. Uh, But yeah, that was really strange because I haven't been in a pub since before I was pregnant. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Ages and ages. Um, so that was very strange, and I was quite uncomfortable the whole time because people just weren't caring that there was a pandemic on. Um, but it, it was nice, you know. I got to spend time with Elena and have a couple of drinks. Uh huh. Um, which is something I'm not used to either.
2: <laughs> what did you drink?
1: I had a pint and a half of Guinness,
2: mm.
1: and I had um, a Bowmore. I think it was a 12-year-old Bowmore.
2: Ooh. Wow.
1: Which, yeah. It's quite nice. a lot of alcohol for me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean... am lightweight now. It just, it just reminded me of, um, so we went uh, to the Hard Rock Cafe in Glasgow.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And I was expecting it to be, you know, a bit overpriced and a bit overrated. Um, uh, but for my whole trip down, it was the worst meal that we had.
1: <laughs> what really?
0: Yeah, G- genuinely. Um, the it was like it was solidly fine, but the entire experience was just subpar because it was it was cold. The person took for ages to come to us, and we're sitting there going, "Okay." And we spent stupid money on cocktails, as you do. Um, and then had, like, the most average tasting burgers of all time. Um, and the annoying thing is, like, we were in this tiny little pub. Um, the one that's kind of, um, as you come out of, um, St. Enoch's, just behind the entrance to the St. Enoch's, like, tube station. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I know
1: where that there's is. That,
0: that wee pub, I've and never it was been lo- in there. I, I'd never been in either, and I walked in, and it was like it was roasting in there. It was great because it was a really cold day. We sat and had a pint, and they had like pie and chips and stuff on for like you know normal human prices. And I saw someone getting their pie, and it looked really good. And I was like, "Oh, it looks good. Oh, I really fancy that." And then we walked all the way up to the rock, the Hard Rock Cafe, <laughs> got in, and was had to wear my jacket the whole time.
1: That's so rubbish. Mm. I've never been in there. Um, I know loads of people hype it up and say it's great, but it's just never really appealed to me. It feels like... a fake leather jacket. That's what it feels like. That's
0: exactly <laughs> what it feels like.
1: Like, it looks tough. It looks like it with, would withstand a fall from a motorcycle. But it wouldn't. No. It would disintegrate. Yes. yes. Yeah.
0: The Hard Rock Cafe would give you a skinned bum if you fell off mm-hmm. your motorcycle.
1: <laughs> Uncle Harold-style skinned Uncle bum. Harold I'm not going to explain skinned. that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, that was horrifying. But yes, no. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I can't actually believe that we've done two seasons of, seasons of this. It's mad. Yeah. It's been two years, which is which is ridiculous.
1: It's been so fun, though. It's been so like... good. Um, and people, some people out there listen to this.
0: I know it's for just some mad.
1: reason, for um, some absolutely ridiculous reason. I don't know. Thank you, though.
0: No, thank you very much. And um, if you if you actually want to contact us for any reason at all, um, within reason, uh, you can, I suppose you can jump on the the whole Facebook page thing, check us out on Twitter and stuff. It's all at Inverus. You can email us. On inverus at gmail.com. There you go.
1: Yeah, send us an email.
0: We've even got an email. That's how, um, um, yeah,
1: that's how we're you know now. we're professionals. But high we're quality, getting...
0: high quality radio dramas and an email. Like, what more could you possibly exactly. expect? Exactly. From...
1: We're not getting paid to do this. Oh, no, but we are professional. Yeah. <laughs> Because we have an email address. Uh, what I was actually going to suggest <laughs> is that if anybody listening to this has any ideas for things they want us to talk about, mm-hmm. or drinks that they want us to try, if you know of a really weird drink. Because um, we like to drink normal stuff, but you know, on occasion, grape juice with real grapes in. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah.
0: So good. Um, and yeah, and if this is your first Inverus podcast experience, you should um stop Go back to the start. Stop right here and just start at the beginning, um, and then come back to where you were. Um,
1: yeah. Now, and just pretend we're hugging you.
0: That's it. We're giving you a warm hug now. For all of those of you that came back, here is your hug.
1: <laughs>
0: Aww. Aww. I don't know what's in this butchery magic tea, but. It's making me feel really, like, just nice and happy.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no alcohol in it, but no. there may as well be.
0: <laughs> it's, um, yeah, it's actually How very does it nice. How taste?
1: Oh, um, it's lovely. It's sweet. But it's not over sweet. It's yeah. like, sometimes you get tea, this has hibiscus in it. And I <laughs> always feel like if you brew tea that has hibiscus in it for just even half a minute too long, It it annoys my throat. It's like drinking cranberry juice. Uh huh. But this is nice because I don't think there's that much hibiscus in it. Um, it's fruity, but it's pleasantly fruity. fruity.
0: Um, yeah, it's like it's just not. It's not too sweet. Um, and it it feels nice in the mouth. It's a seven out of
1: (laughs) ten in my book.
0: Yeah, I'll give it a seven. I might give it a seven point five just because. Um, it was. It's the end of a long, cold day and uh, I needed it
1: yeah
0: it was there for me when I needed it most
1: I think we should finish this season with a toast right. to right. Sinead O'Connor the turkey
0: hold on let me Death. refill my, my cup there we go right, right
1: ra- raise your glass it's my, not glass my mug is raising. raised my butchery <laughs> magic is
0: raised <laughs> The favorite drink of Lord Contentlyful.
1: Here's to Sinead O'Connor.
0: Sinead O'Connor. Sinead O'Connor. Who hopefully hasn't gobbled her last gobble.
1: Hopefully she gobbles whoever's trying to gobble her.
0: It's a gobble or be gobbled world. Oh, dear. That works. That works. That's brilliant.
1: We didn't get a bad joke at the start of this one, so that works.
0: But my god, we got it in there. Oh, fantastic! Well, thank you for being the other half of the podcast, Claire. That was yes. it's been really nice.
1: It's been lovely. It's been amazing. Yeah, I can't wait for next season.
0: Me neither. I don't know what's going to happen. So many stupid ideas. It's it's going to be it's going to be an adventure, regardless. Can't wait to hear them. And thank you, Auntie Margaret, for joining us and narrating our... Um...
2: No, thank you very much for uh, asking me to do that. I really enjoyed doing it. I thought it was great.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um,
2: that's brilliant. Uh, so everyone, <laughs> go out there
0: and record your own radio drama and send it to me do it. so that I can enjoy it. I want to hear it! it. Um, <laughs> and we will give prizes for the best radio drama. Ours doesn't count.
1: We won't tell you what they are yet. No, yeah. <laughs> but there will be
0: there will be a prize. Or two or three. Oh. Last kabloof.
1: Last kabloof. <laughs> three. Two, one. Kabloof. kabloof!